This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Kickin' Life Podcast. Your host, your truly Kickin' Life guru, Master Rich Grogan. Hey, as Rocky says, nothing hits harder in life. It's not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And that's how winning is done. And I want you to be a winner. I want you to be your very, very best. I want to inspire and motivate you to believe in yourself. So when, not if, but when life knocks you down, you get right back up with that confidence that I can take on more, I can do more, and I can live my best kick in life. All right, so buckle up, saddle up, here we go. Hey, hey, kicking lifers. How we doing out there? Happy day to you. Hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, as always, thank you so much for taking the time to join me today. And uh, I've done my homework in the background so I can deliver the best bang right hooks, not just one, but multiple right hooks of reality to you to help you live your best kick in life. And as you know, and I mention it every single week, world's going to kick your butt. That's just how it is. You know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. And as Rocky says, as you heard me say in the intro there, it isn't all sunshine and rainbows. Nothing hits harder in life. It's about how hard you, not about how hard you can hit, but how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. And I say that because, you know what? We're all fighting our own battles. I don't know what battles you're fighting, and you don't know what battles I'm fighting. We're fighting our own battles. And I've, I've mentioned before, everybody talks, everybody's got problems. Everybody's got things to complain about. I mean, that's just life. But here's the deal. I almost guarantee if you were to switch or trade your problems with somebody else, you would want your problems back immediately. Because you know what? You Nobody knows what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. Now, I get it. That's an old cliche. But here's the thing about old cliches. If they're still around today and they've been around for a long time, they must have some meaning, right? They must warrant some importance in order to be around. So, yeah, we've all got things to complain about, but here's the thing. You know, you've heard it many, many times before from me and, and other motivational speakers and inspirational coaches. Your reticular activating system, that's the part of the subconscious mind that magnifies whatever you focus on. So if you focus on all the problems you have, guess what? You're going to have more problems. You focus on being positive, you focus on the good things in life, you're going to have more of those. I mean, that's just how it works. And the example I often give, and you uh, regular listeners, you hear it all the time, you go out and buy a new car. Now you've researched, you've done everything to, for this car. As soon as you pull it off the lot, what happens? Well, hopefully it doesn't break down. That's not what happens. <laughs> what happens is you start seeing that car everywhere. It's like, holy cow, everybody now has my car. Well, here's the thing. Your car, everybody already had your car to begin with. It's just you weren't focusing on it. Now you've got a new car, and now you see your car everywhere. Well, it was always there, but it just wasn't something you're focusing on. And that's the power <clears throat> of your reticular activating system. It brings into focus or brings, it magnifies and brings more into focus what you're thinking about, what you're focusing on. And, you know, that's why some people say, man, if I didn't have bad luck, I wouldn't have any luck at all. Yeah, well, guess what? <laughs> you're going to continue having more bad luck because that's what you're telling your mind and your reticular activating system. Please bring me bad luck. And that's that law of attraction, which I, I truly, truly believe in. And uh, what you focus on magnifies, as I mentioned. So let's start things off with a quote from our friends at the uh, uh, Become the Lion, the Daily Lion. And today's quote is, the distance between your dreams and reality is called, anybody? 
Bueller, Bueller, anyone? What's it called? Action. Yes, you've got to have action. And uh, what's really the big difference between people who achieve their dreams, reach their goals, and are successful, and everybody else? That little word, action. You've got to have action. You've got to take that first step. Now, I uh, I get messages all the time, you know, social media, Facebook, emails, texts, all those good things. And uh, one of the most common questions I get is, well, you know what? How do you go about doing that? How do you go about filming your video blogs? How do you go about having your podcast? How do you go about going, having your blog page? How do you go about starting your business? They want to know the secret formula. Well, it's sort of like if you've ever seen Kung Fu Panda, There is no secret formula. (laughs) The secret formula is simply the belief in yourself to do it. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but that's it. Action. You've got to take that first actionable step in order to make anything happen. Now, there's an old saying. It's, boy, if you look at the whole staircase and, man, it's like, oh, my gosh, there is no way. That goal is so high up there. You know what? It's intimidating. It's too much. I'm not going to do it. And, unfortunately, that's what most people see. Now, I'm not saying lower your standards or lower your goals. If anything, I'm saying you need to raise them. But the biggest thing you want to do is take that first actionable step. Take that first step. Step on that first step. Now you've already created some motion, some movement. The law of inertia. Once an item's in motion, what happens? It tends to stay in motion. Once an item's at rest, it tends to stay at rest. So you got to take that first actionable step. Now, the other second thing I get all the time, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that, that's not what I get all the time. But anyway is motivation. People say, I'm not motivated. I'm just not motivated. How do I get more motivated? Well, here's the thing. Motivation, I'm a firm believer in it, yes, but motivation just doesn't manifest out of thin air. It can't say, you know what? I'm motivated and do it. It just doesn't happen that way. You have to take action. Action produces motivation to take more action. But without that first step, and I keep pounding on that, you know what? The motivation's just not going to happen. Most people don't just wake up and say, yes, I'm motivated to do it. You have to create action. And you know what? I'm a pretty motivated guy, right? But I need to have that kick in the butt every single day to take that actionable step. And I know the difference between the days when I take that step or when I'm like, oh, man, I just don't feel like doing this. Which, to be honest, and I'm being 100% honest here, I'm trying always to be 100% honest, but really, I have a lot of those days. I truly do. So you may tell you the secret. Here it is, the secret formula. It's something simple, and it's a video I just did yesterday, and then I also did a Facebook Live uh, post on this as well. Here's the secret recipe. Not from Kung Fu Panda. This is from you know the Kickin' Life Guru Master Rich Grogan. Truth be told, I borrowed this from the, the, the Marines, and then they probably borrowed it from somebody else and somebody else and on down the line. But here's the secret. You ready? When you get out of bed, first thing you do, make your bed. What? Make your bed? Are, are, what are you talking about? Make your bed. Did I say it right? Make your bed. I'm saying it again. Make your dang bed. The reason I'm telling you that, if you do that, that's a success right off the bat. You've already accomplished something. So even if you go through the rest of the day and and don't accomplish anything, at least you've had one success. Yeah, you can look back on the day and say, you know what? The day wasn't a total failure. At least I made the bed. Yes. So I know that sounds ridiculous, but that's why they do it in the military. Start off start off fresh, clean. It's a new start. It's a great day. I'm making it good. And, of course, make the bed well. Don't just throw the covers all over the place because you're not going to feel good about that. Take that 30 seconds to a minute. Make the darn bed, and you've got a success under your belt. And I promise 
one success is going to lead to another. Because you're going to think, you know what? I've had these glasses sitting on the nightstand for three weeks. They're all piled up. Why don't I take those uh, downstairs and put them in the dishwasher? You know what? These socks have been laying here on the floor. Why don't I take care of that? One little thing leads to another. Now, do you want to do any of these things? No. Do I want to do these things? No. I mean, if you did, you, the, the, the dishes wouldn't be piling up on your nightstand. The socks wouldn't be piling up in the floor. I'm a human being. <laughs> the same thing happens to me. But I do that. And the next thing, get down, I get my orange juice, and then I make my hot tea. I'm just giving you part of my, my morning routine there. Get my morning tea. Uh, I love hot tea. So that's my thing. I kind of been doing a little mixture here of, uh, what is it, black tea, China black tea, English breakfast, and then also, uh, what is it, uh, Japanese pan-fried green tea, which I, I go to, well, goodness gracious, what's the name of the place I go to? I can't even think. I, I did have my tea this morning, but for some reason I'm having a brain freeze here. The Chef Shop here in Edwardsville, Illinois. So a little shout-out to the Chef Shop there. Great, great tea. Anyway, I put it in there, I make my hot tea, and have a glass of hot tea with some honey in it, and then I immediately get my shoes on. And then I go for my morning run. Now, if I don't get my shoes on immediately, I do the hot tea so it's, you know, brewing there. Uh, so when I do get my shoes on, I'm ready to go. But if I don't put my shoes on immediately, I'm going to find every excuse in the world not to get out there and do my morning run. Well, you know what? I woke up late. Well, you know, it's kind of hot out. Well, you know, it's raining. Well, you know, I'm tired. I had a long day yesterday. The mind just goes into excuse mode. Now, like I mentioned, I'm a human being too. Because I have people ask all the time, how do you do this every day? How do you do this and that every day? Well, a lot of days, I'm not kidding. It's a fight. But here's the thing. I focus on the reward. When I'm done, I'm like, yes, feel so great about it. So, oh, just so good because I've actually done it. Now, it's a kick in the butt. But the silly thing is, and I'm telling you, make that doggone bed. You do it. It's a step in the right direction. And from there... Yeah, I still got to kick myself in the butt many times after that, but I'm not kidding. Once you get that ball moving, once you get that actionable step going, it makes it a heck of a lot easier to take that next step. It's always that first one, regardless what it is, it's always tough, especially if it's something you really don't want to do. And most mornings, I don't want to go for the run. I don't want to do my push-ups, my sit-ups, my stretching. I just don't want to do it. Uh, i being honest here, but I, f- I focus on how good I'm going to feel when I'm done. And then I try and anchor those feelings in so I know the next morning when I'm fighting that same doggone battle that I'm like, yes, all right. Now, here's the thing on this. And you know this. Everybody knows this. But we often forget simply because we choose to forget. After we do our run or after we do our push-ups, after we do our morning exercise, if we exercise in the afternoon, whatever, we've started a new routine. we started a new program. Tomorrow morning when you wake up, are you going to be transformed? Are you going to be a new person? Are you going to have lost those 20 pounds that you wanted to lose? Are your abs going to be ripped now? Are you going to have more energy? No. What? Why am I doing it then? If it's not going to happen, why am I, why am I not doing this? Well, here's the thing. It did not take you one day to get in the shape you're in. Whether it's good or bad, it's taken a while. Kind of a, and we, here we talk about the compound effect all the time, which is a great, great book by Darren Hardy. And the compound effect is those simple daily disciplines or those simple daily uh, refusal of disciplines, I guess is a good way to look at it. And another book I've been really, really uh, talking about a lot is Jeff Olson's The Slight Edge. And The Slight Edge is similar to the compound effect. It's all about doing those little bitty things every single day that compound over time. And what Jeff Olson mentions in his book is it's uh, success 
getting yourself in better shape, being happier, reaching your goals is the simplest thing in the world. And you're like, what? How, well, if it's the simplest thing in the world, why isn't everybody you know, at their ideal weight? Why isn't everybody feeling great? Why isn't everybody living the life of their dreams? Because as simple as it is to do those actionable steps that take to get there, it's also extremely simple not to do them. It is. So you get up in the morning, it's pretty doggone simple to make the bed. But it's even more simple not to make the bed. It's pretty simple to put your shoes on and decide to go for a walk or a run. But it's just as simple not to put your shoes on. It's just as simple to decide, you know what, instead of uh, having a soda today, I'm going to have a glass of water. Ah, you know what, one soda is not going to hurt me. And it's not. You're right. One soda is not going to hurt you. But one soda today, one soda tomorrow, one soda the next day, one soda the next day. Before you know it, you got two, 300 days of soda. Wow, that's when it starts to add up. Now, if you think about it the other way, I have a water today instead of a soda. I have another water today instead of a soda. I have another water. Two or 300 days of just drinking water, you don't think that's going to have a good effect on your body? Yeah, absolutely. It's the same thing. Those simple daily disciplines. you got that piece of exercise equipment that's been sitting there. It's become a... a uh, a laundry rack now, you got clothes and everything else hanging over it. I know, I've done the same thing. Um, and the more clothes that pile up on it, the less likely you are to use the, the exercise equipment, simply because now you've got to work even harder taking all the doggone clothes off. And here, here, here's the way I think, and I'm sure most of you agree with me here. Well, if I had a place to put the clothes to begin with, I wouldn't have threw them on the exercise equipment. So if I take them off the exercise equipment in order to exercise, where the heck am I going to put them? Right? Yeah. So that's like, man, that's more work than I want to do. But actually, if you think about it, it's simple. It's really, really simple to do. But the reason uh, most people don't do it because it's also simple not to do. So anyway, obviously, it's a choice, your choice to live your life any way you want to live your life. However, if you want something to change, you've got to be willing to make the, the change. You can't wait on the world to change. And Zig Ziglar says, you can't wait for, <laughs> he says, kind of funny, Aunt Matilda to move out. You can't wait till Earl gets on the day shift. You can't wait till the kids are back in school. You can't wait until the weather's just right. You can't wait because if you wait for all those things, you wait for the stars to align perfectly, you're going to be waiting your whole life and you're never going to get anything done. Take that first actionable step. And I promise you're going to see how that leads to more actionable steps. Now, along with that, I just did a thing with the uh, instructors at the studio, and, and I, I do this quite often, just as that bang, right hook of reality there, was we talked about, all right, I want you to look around and see things that you know we could do a better job with, see things that maybe we could have cleaned a little bit better, see things that maybe could be organized a little bit better, see things that uh, you know look out of place that could be straightened up. And we kind of look around and, you know, we don't see too much. So then I, well, you do, but you don't. So then I have them get up and then we walk around. I say, oh, what I want you to do is I want you to look for one thing that's on the floor that shouldn't be there. Maybe it's a little piece of paper that got overlooked. Maybe it's a, a, a rock or a pebble that didn't get swept up the night before. Maybe it's a chair that isn't aligned properly. I want you to get up and look for those two specific things. And then off of that, see what else you see. Well, sure enough. And like I said, we do this drill quite a bit. It's, it's pretty amazing. They get up and they look for one thing. Then they see another. Then they see another. Then they see the pro shop needs adjusted. Then they see that uh, the concession area is out of cups. And then they see, oh, we're out of water here in the uh, refrigerator. Oh, my gosh, we're out of pens over here. This thing is out of uh, the training log sheets is what we have the kids use for tracking their attendance. Oh, my gosh, these cards are crooked. 
boom, 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 boom. Now, on first glance, everything looks really good. I mean, we do a heck of a job. We've got great systems in place, but it's those little bitty things that add up to the big things. And when you're looking for it, when you're focusing on it, you're going to see more. And that's back to what we started off with, the reticular activating system. What you focus on magnifies it, brings it into focus. Now, you've got, oh my gosh, on average, 70,000 thoughts bombarding in your head. I mean, at all times, it's just, they're always there. So what your mind does, your subconscious mind, it has to filter out some of that stuff. And if you're, you know, (laughs) a little hyperactive like I am, and you're a little OCD, and you got all these extra thoughts, and you're a perfectionist, so you got a lot going on in there. Well, we go crazy enough the way it is. Can you imagine if all those thoughts at once were just bombarding? And, and to a certain degree, they are. But that's where the reticular activating system comes into place. It's a filter. It says, what are you thinking about now? I'm going to give you more of that because I can't give you everything. If you're thinking about good, positive things, bang, you're going to have more of it. You're thinking about, oh, my poor life, my poor me, bang, you're going to have more of that. If you're thinking about what can I, what am I looking for? I'm looking to clean up. I'm looking to find something that's out of place. You're going to find more of that. And that also goes on to what you look for, you will surely find. We've heard that before, haven't we? Yeah, that's powerful. What we look for, we will surely find. And that kind of that's going to lead into the next segment here on um, with, with social media. And social media, you kind of put yourself out there. Anytime you post something, and you know, there's always the chance of offending somebody, uh, which. To me, I'm, I'm going to be there. Here's here's a big right right hook, a left uppercut, and all kinds of others with that. People that are always offended by everything. Here's the deal. And if you're one of those people, I don't think you are. I don't think uh, people that are always offended are listening to my show right now. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna like this though. But when you encounter people that are always offended, I'm offended. I'm offended. I'm offended. Well, you know what? If you're offended by everything, maybe you need to look in the mirror because maybe you got something to be offended about. Whoa, was that a right hook? No, that was a right hook, and that was an uppercut, and that was followed with a cross on top of that. Bing, bang, boom. But that's the truth. Focus on bettering yourself. Don't look for ways to be offended. Now, I know that sounds insane, but it's true. People go out of their way for whatever reason. I don't understand it, and I don't think any of us really understand it. To find something to be offended by, to find something to complain about, to find something to kind of bitch and moan about. There it is. What you focus on magnifies. What you look for, you will surely find. Now, I bring that up because, you know what, I put myself out there, and uh, I, I, <laughs> I had something last week. I got beat up pretty good. Now, here's the thing. I had a lot of uh, others kind of – I didn't even know what was going on. I posted a video of our instructors doing some light sparring. They were having a good time after class. They taught eight wonderful classes throughout the evening, and they were just kind of messing around working on some line drills, which you, line drills are you kind of go back and forth, work on some uh, kicking combos, some hand combos, and just you know one person will go and throw four or five techniques, and the other person will go back four or five techniques. So just some lighthearted fun, but just working on advanced techniques. Anyway, I posted in a group, and – some guy just, I mean, just shredded me to pieces about how it's insulting to martial arts. That's not what it really is. And this isn't self-defense. This isn't this. Da, 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 da. And uh, I didn't know what was going on until a buddy of mine said, hey, you see what's going on in that group? I checked on it and I had three or four people kind of, and I don't say take up for me, but they were saying, hey, well, what's the deal here, man? <laughs> just kind of shredded that guy back. So I'm very grateful for that. But to me, that ticked me off. Now, 
I'm a little upset at myself for allowing it to take me off because I should consider the source and realize there's people out there that the trolls on Facebook and social media who absolutely have nothing better to do but to look for people to shred. Now, if they would spend their life making things better, well, you know what? It'd probably be a better place, but that's not what they choose to do. And I'm not here to judge. If that's what you do and that's what you are, best of luck to you, but also best of luck to you living your best possible life. Because when you throw negativity out there, when you're throwing yuck out there, guess what you're going to get back? Absolutely. So that's why I choose to do the Kickin' Life Show and throw as much positivity out there. But also, I want to keep things real here and let you know that when you put yourself out there on social media, you're probably going to get hit up with a few of these people. Now, um, so anyway, back and forth. And um, here's my thing. Honor, integrity, discipline, and respect are my core values. That doesn't mean I haven't screwed up in the past. Doesn't mean I haven't messed up. I'm a human being. I've done all those things. But gosh darn it, each and every day, I say a little prayer. First, I get up and say, hey, this is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. And then I also ask and pray for the wisdom to be my very best, to learn from my mistakes in the past and to be the very best father, very best husband, very best mentor, motivator, author, speaker, and coach I can be to help inspire people to live their best life. That's what I say. That's my prayer every day, to learn from the past, to learn from my goof-ups, to do the best I can. Now, with honor, everything I do, everything I say, and everything I want to become is all about being the best, but living a life of honor, integrity, discipline, and respect to be the message that I'm presenting. So with the honor, and I was a hockey player, uh, pretty elite hockey player. I mean, I, I never turned pro, which well, we all know that, but that's okay. I gave it all I had, just wasn't in the cards. But here's the thing, with honor, if there would be somebody that would disrespect the game of hockey when I was playing by taking a dive or just, just you know, disrespecting the game and disrespecting me, disrespecting my team, or worse than that, disrespecting themselves, man, I had a serious issue with that. And I would, I'd drop the gloves with them. It means we would fight. And more times than not, I got pounded pretty good. But here's the thing, and I always felt to my heart, look, I'm trying to save you because you have dishonored yourself from living a life of dishonor. Now, I know. That sounds completely insane and completely crazy to probably the rational thinking people out there. But to me, honor is that. And the same thing, when somebody comes in the studio and is dishonorable, I want to take them on the mat. Now, I've gotten better (laughs) because I have to. I'm a professional now, and you can't handle things the way you used to be able to handle things. But to me, that's my core. I want you to live your best life. And if you're dishonoring my instructors, you're dishonoring my staff, you're dishonoring the kids, and worse, you're dishonoring yourself, then I need to try and help you regain your honor. Once again, it's kind of the samurai code, and it's a little out there. I get that, but that's how I feel about it. So these bozos, and I'm going to call them that, or fools on Facebook and social media that are coming with all these yucky things at me, I'm like, you know what? I've got to teach you honor. I can't do that anymore. So what do I do? i got to find a better way. I reach out to my buddy, Master Chip Townsend, who holds five world records in breaking, and he's a 14, 15-time now world champion in uh, martial arts breaking. I ask him, hey, buddy, you know, uh, we, we talk about this all the time. I tell people, hey, let it go, let it roll off. But sometimes, and it's, i got my protective suit of armor on, but sometimes those, those negative arrows penetrate, man. What, what, what do we do here? And he had mentioned, you know what, the same thing happens to me, but i got to consider the source. I got to realize that these people have nothing better to do and just let it roll off. Think about the people you're impacting. Think about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that you're impacting in a positive way. And when you're impacting that many people, you're going to have a few that are offended because that's that's just who they are. 
And, of course, the old thing, we've talked about this on I don't know how many different podcasts, not everybody likes strawberries. Not everybody likes peaches. Not everybody likes apples. Not everybody likes oranges. Not everybody's going to like you. I know. That's a hard one for me to swallow. It's a hard one for me to take. But that's just the reality of things. And I've got to, uh, and I'm working on it, and I share this with you. Because if you're out there having the same struggles, same troubles, and also the fear of actually taking that step because of those trolls out there that you know are lurking, ready to attack you, ready to pounce on you, you know what? Don't live your life of fear. Get out there. Be who you were born to be. Live your best possible life. But take that actionable step and don't fear uh, Don't fear the people that, that should have no bearing in your life. There it is. Bang. Was that a good right hook? I think so. I know we kind of bounced around a little bit as we tend to often do on the podcast, but my whole central message is take that actionable step. Don't lay back. Don't be intimidated by what could happen. Don't be intimidated by the size of the staircase or your dreams, your goals, your vision. Take that first actionable step. And I know, getting back to it, that all starts with making that freaking bed, right? (laughs) Make that dang bed in order to take that first step to move forward. So there you go. Boom, boom, boom. Right hook, left hook, uppercut. We got it all going on here. So anyway, the uh, um, the honor thing. So here's a little tip that I got from Chip and also from a, f- a few other mentors. And that was mentioned to these people. Say, hey, you know what? Would you mind sharing? Since you're so insightful about all this, would you mind sharing so we all could benefit? We all could learn from your knowledge. Just throw something like that at them. Of course, I did. And this guy fires back with... Um, uh, what was it? Oh, well, I don't share my information for free because my stuff's real and da 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 da. And I'm like, okay, well, you just said it all. <laughs> That's all that needs to be said. So anyway, if you're tr- fighting those battles in your own life with some people and you're afraid to get yourself out there, just know that there's some trolls out there. But you know what? Being trapped in a corner, being just staying uh, at home, just doing nothing, that's no way to live life, okay? Yeah, you go outside, eh, good chance, you know, you could get stung by a bee, you could get hit by a car, you could get a sunburn, right? Those things happen when you get outside. But it's more devastating just to sit inside. Uh, An example, I love my, you know, the Zig Ziglar quotes. He talked about airplanes in the air. Yeah, they occasionally fall out of the sky. I mean, those things happen. Boats, they occasionally, when they're out in the water, they sink. Those things happen. But statistics show that that airplane that sits on the, the runway or that boat that sits in the harbor is going to be far worse off than that boat that's out there. Because the longer it sits, it's not made to sit. The boat's not made to sit in the harbor and get eaten alive. It's made to soar the ocean. An airplane's not made to sit on the tarmac there on the runway. It's made to soar. And guess what? So are you. You're not made just to sit around out of fear of what could possibly happen. You're made to soar. You're made to get out there and do something. 400 billion people in the world, only one like you, only one person that has your talents, your abilities, your knowledge, your wisdom, your looks, your creative ability to do what you were born to do. Nobody else, even identical twins, have their own gifts. Get out there. Don't be afraid. Move forward. Take that actionable step. So as we move into it, today, I posted on a Facebook page, it kind of all ties in together, uh, my daily proverb. And the proverb is this, it's Proverbs 29.9. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. Man, let me read that one to you again. Proverbs 29.9. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs, and there is no quiet. So what that means, or at least what that means to me is, 
If you get into an argument with a fool on social media, defending your honor, which I've done many times and it drives me nuts, <laughs> much easier if you just, you know, uh, step in the ring here. Let's settle this like we should settle this. You get into an argument with them and you're busy, you're productive, you've got goals, you've got visions, you've got dreams, you've got things to do, you're never going to get the last word in because they don't have those things to do. All they have time to do is sit around on the keyboard and attack you. Don't get into an argument with them. Say what I just said. Hey, you know what? I appreciate your insight. You're so knowledgeable. Please share your information with all of us so we can benefit from your wisdom, so we can benefit from your knowledge. More times than not, that'll shut them right up, or they'll say something even more you know, crazy, and boom, that'll be the end of it. But if you get into a spitting match with them on social media, you're going to lose every time. Steve Harvey talks about... Everybody, when you become a success, when you become a star, when you put yourself out there, when you're striving for greatness, when you separate yourself from the pack, think about the, the, the moon. The moon's up there. Everybody looks at the moon in awe. Oh, man, the moon's wonderful. Dogs howl at the moon, right? <laughs> Werewolves howl at the moon. Everybody's howl at the moon because the moon is up there. That's not a big story. But if the moon would howl back, that would be a big story. So what I mean by that? If you have separated yourself and you've moved, it doesn't mean you're better than anybody else, but it just means you chose to live a better life. You chose to reach for your goals, your visions, your dreams. You chose to be who you're born to be. And you separate yourself from the pack there, you're going to be the moon. You're going to have people howling at you. Let them howl. If you howl back, that's what creates the story. Just like the, uh, the Proverbs verse there. Don't, don't give the fool the time of day. Use your wisdom. Use your knowledge. Now, I say these things. Because darn it, I need to hear them probably more than anybody else. But hopefully by me saying them, you hearing them, you already knew this stuff. It's not going to tell you anything you didn't know, but maybe that's that right hook that you needed to say, you know what, I've got more important things to do. I was born to help people. I'm not going to argue and fight with these people that, you know, their, their, their whole thing is to be offended by everything I say. Okay, so a couple big right hooks, bing, bang, boom, going at you there. And, of course, it all starts off. That's the whole message of this podcast. Make your dang bed to take that actionable step. And just know that when you do take that actionable step, you are putting yourself out there. And you're going to have people probably firing at you. So I have other people I ask. Uh, I mentioned this was, uh, oh, I think just yesterday, actually, I was having this conversation about how do you get caught up? How do you stay caught up once you take those actionable steps and then you're, you're already overwhelmed to begin with? Now you're taking more actionable steps and now you get caught in this huge whirlwind. And it uh, seems like that whirlwind just whew, like a major, uh, what do you call it, stage, I don't know, stage five. Uh, oh, goodness, tornado. Anyway, big tornado, uh, R5, F5, I think is what it's called. So that baby's whirling around. You've got all these thoughts and these things you need to be doing, these things you should be doing, the things you want to do, and whoosh, they're spinning around. Well, here's the thing. I've, from as long as I can remember, even probably before I can remember, I've always been, you know, hyperactive. I've always had a lot of energy. I've always been a go-getter. I've always said, you know, heck with sleep. I've always burnt the candle at both ends, figuratively speaking. You know what? When that wasn't good enough, I went and lit a fire in the middle and then lit a fire in between those fires, going at it like a madman. Well, my mentor, Kiyoshi Dave Kovar, always talks about, look, or tells me, look, you've got to slow down. You've got to have shutdown time. You can't keep this pace up because eventually you're going to burn out. And, of course, being young and naive and this and that, I'm like, oh, no, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Well, I'm 47 now. Not that that's old. That's extremely young. But 
It's about doggone time I start having a little wisdom, a little maturity to realize I do need that shutdown time. I do need more than four or five hours of sleep. I do need to shut the body, the mind, and the spirit, so to speak, down. And how I do that, and I've gotten I've gotten better at it. Still could use some work, but it's just like anything else. It's that daily discipline. 15, 20, 30 minutes if you need to, just shut down. Now, I know I lost some of you by saying, I don't have time to do that. I think you probably do. If you think about the amount of time you spend on social media, the amount of time you spend engaged in nonsense, you could probably squeeze in 10 to 15 minutes. I suggest, this is my suggestion, take it or not, it's your choice, get in a motivational app. Now, I've got one, I'm sorry, a meditative app. I've got one that's called Calm. And what I do with that, and you know what, it's not for everybody. My wife, she found another one that she likes better, and she uses that one. I sit down, put the earbuds in, and just zone. Listen to that thing 10, 15, sometimes 30 minutes if I'm able to work that in. Now, I should be, and I've been really working at the schedule. It's all about the planning. Don't let the day run you. You run the day by planning it. Uh, Matter of fact, a quick little uh, shot. I threw this on my Facebook page yesterday. It was from uh, Darren Hardy. And he got this from his mentor, Jim Rome, and it was, you know, uh, written goals get achieved, but he took it a step further. He said, plan the day in its entirety before the day begins. Wow. Think about that. That's pretty darn good. As we know, 24 hours in a day, 1,440 minutes, 86,400 seconds. That's a lot of time in the day, right? Yeah. So if we're able to shut things down, let the mind relax, let the body relax, let the spirit and emotions relax, you come back supercharged. Now, here's the deal, and I'm telling you this from experience as well, which is what I tell you everything from experience. If you don't have a plan of action after you're done with your meditation, you're going to get right back in that whirlwind. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So shut down. I'm shutting down for 15 minutes. When I get done with that, I'm starting on this. I got to get payroll done. So this is what I'm doing. Or I'm starting on this. I've got to get this project that's been sitting on my desk. I'm doing that next. I'm going to be refreshed, recharged, re-energized. And that's what I'm working on. Have that plan. And I'm telling you, you already know what you're going to work on so that 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes of shutdown time is going to be so refreshing. And you're going to come back at it. Boom. Supercharged. Now, here's what you're going to experience. I make it sound all great because it is if you're able to do it. Is it going to be easy? No. Is it simple? Yeah. It's simple to do because it's simple not to do, right? Discipline yourself to do it. If you discipline yourself to do that and you do it consistently day in and day out, you are going to find time. You're going to be accomplish things. Your productivity is going to go through the roof. You're going to be more relaxed. You're going to feel better about yourself than you ever thought possible by simply having a 15, 20, 30-minute shutdown every single day. And I know some other naysayers out there saying, that's impossible. You have no idea. You don't know what's going on in my life. You can't. I can't do this. Hey, you know what? I don't know what's going on in your life. You're right. <laughs> I'm not trying to say I do, but I am saying if you look at the whole grand scheme of things and look at a 24-hour period, I bet there's time in there for you to do that. And if right now your schedule doesn't allow it during the middle of the day or even in the afternoons, start doing it in the morning, getting up a little bit earlier. What are you saying? Get up just to meditate? Yeah. Plan that day out or at the end of the night. Have some shutdown time at the end of the night before you go into bed. And we all do it. I'm guilty of it too. What do we do when we're in bed? The last thing we look at is probably social media. We're reading stuff on our phone, which we all know is bad for our eyes, which is bad for our brains. (laughs) which is bad for us right before we go to bed. 
Here's something you may not realize. If you're reading all the political garbage and crap and everything else that's on social media, you know, garbage in, garbage out, if it's the last thing you put on your mind before you go to bed, what do you think your subconscious mind is going to focus on? Huh, yeah, that's the last bit of input you put in there. So chances are you're not going to sleep very well. Chances are you're going to be frustrated. Your mind's going to be racing. Your body's going to be turning. You wake up the next day, all you focused on all night subconsciously is going to be the garbage that you just read. Now, how's the day going to start off? You're going to start off already on the negative. You're going to start off frustrated because chances are you didn't sleep very well, so you're tired. You're cranky. You woke up late because you didn't sleep very well. Of course, then you get in there and uh, the hot water's not working. You don't have any clean towels. And dang it, you're out of toothpaste. And and the kids are not up yet. And you're running late. You, You know, we all experience that stuff. So I highly suggest something positive right before you go to bed. That's when I, well, I shouldn't say every night. I miss a night from now and then, and I'm frustrated myself when I do. But it's, once again, those daily disciplines of that meditative app at the end of the night. Just listen to something calm, meditative. Let that mind shut down. Let that mind relax. Or listen to a a podcast like this, something motivational, something inspirational, something that's going to help you focus on the positive, focus on the motivation, focus on the inspiration, focus on all the trolls and yuckies out there that may have attacked you all day. Know that everybody goes through it. Just let it go. Focus on taking that next actionable step when you wake up in the morning. Focus on what you can do. Focus on the positives and how you're going to make yourself better as opposed to focusing on all the negatives. It's a choice. And here's the thing. Mentioned it before. Subconscious mind, reticular activating system, they are non-biased. Means they don't know good from bad. They don't know good thoughts, bad thoughts. They don't know things that are going to be helpful or things that are going to be hurtful. It doesn't know. It is a simple filter. What you, and that's the, oh my gosh, the more I read about this, the more I find out how powerful the mind really is. Woo, man, it, it's, it's scary. <laughs> it really is. And it's really scary when you think about, oh my gosh, how many hours a day do I feed my mind with this or that? If it's good, yeah, that's, that should make you feel good. If it's yucky, that should scare the heck out of you. It really should. But that's just the way it works. What you focus on magnifies. And the law of attraction, I know it sounds cosmic and it sounds whoa, way out there, but the law of attraction, I'm telling you, man, that thing is real. You put it out there, you're going to get it back. Now, that doesn't mean that only uh, good things happen to good people and bad things only happen to bad people. No, bad, or good things happen to bad people just like bad things happen to good people. That's, that's just part of life. It's unfortunate, but that's that, you know, bang. You know, life knocks you down, you get back up. It's not all sunshine and rainbows. But here's the deal. I promise, more times than not, what you focus on continuously is going to be what your life's all about. You focus on being broke, poor, and miserable, and complaining, my leg hurts, my back hurts, my kids are this. this. That's your life. That is going to be your life. If you focus on, yeah, I'm not feeling the best today, but you know what? You know what? I am feeling the best. Talk yourself out of it. Daily affirmations. I'm going to do the best. This is the day the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in it. God, please grant me the wisdom to be my very best today. Be my best, the best father, the best husband, the best motivator, the best coach, the best author, best speaker, best mentor. Please give me the wisdom to do that and the courage and confidence to live my purpose. Bang. Was that simple? Yeah, that was simple. Now, that may not be yours. Matter of fact, it would be kind of weird if it was yours. (laughs) You come up with your own. But if you want to borrow some of those, absolutely. That's what I'm here for. That's what my purpose in life is, to inspire people to believe in themselves, to respect themselves, to live their best possible life. 
Wow, we covered a lot today, didn't we? As always, boom, boom, boom. Several right hooks, some uppercuts, a few round kicks in there. Man, we have some elbows and knees in there as well. Some of our listeners are like, what the heck? <laughs> well, that's me being me, baby, coming at you. So, as always, I am so very grateful and so very thankful, and I mean this from the top, middle, and bottom of my heart, for you taking the time to, to listen to the podcast here. Now, please, do yourself a favor. Share this with somebody else. Share this to help them, you know, overcome some of the challenges they may battle, be battling. Let them know that, you know, everybody out there is fighting their own battles. But the, the ones that are successful, the ones that choose to take that step, and the ones that aren't, you know, I'm not judging them. That's who they choose to be. But don't whine and complain about it if you're not willing to take that actionable step. So share this. Please give me your, I, I love your feedbacks, your comment, uh, comments and everything else you guys throw at me here uh, to anything you want to hear on the show. Let me know about that as well. And always, our, our podcast can be found at kickinlifepodcast.com, lineupmedia.fm, uh, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I hope you have a very blessed day, a very blessed week. Do yourself a favor. Listen to the podcast more than once. And remember, continue to pour positive into your mind in order to have positive output. And as we started the podcast off, and this is going to be the message here for this week, make your dang bed. Take that first actionable step. There you go. Is that good? Make your bed? All right. Well, until we talk again, Seriously, thank you so much. Share this with others. Until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. It's been a pleasure talking to you as always. I can't wait to talk to you again real soon. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week. Another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.